The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. All right, hour two, T-Row in the Morning Show, the ref back at it. Bringing it local and blasting it. You know how it works here. Big day of sports radio in front of us. Just over an hour from now, Tony Caridi, voice of the Mountaineers, joins us. Teach, he's calling a West Virginia basketball game Friday night, hopping on a jet plane Saturday morning and coming into Norman. And going to call the game for them. We'll talk to him about West Virginia, Garrett Green, mobile quarterback coming in, very good rushing attack. They're playing good football. This will be a test for Oklahoma on Saturday night in the anthracite uniforms under the lights next to last home game of the year. Only three games to go in the regular season, TJ. How about that? I said, what? We were counting down 100 days left till football season like yesterday it seems like it and i mentioned this last week when we went over it was right after halloween october feels like a blur to me it's not like october hit and then it was done so yeah three games left man 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 they need to win saturday tj just my opinion <laughs> they they desperately do need you agree a win. uh i agree that they do need a win yes yes we can agree if on that. If Oklahoma doesn't win Saturday, I will be off next week, TJ. <laughs> Don't blame me. I cannot take a third. Like, I've managed pretty well. you got to give me some credit. Normally, these losses are hard on me. But I've handled the last couple of weeks pretty you've well. Done, you've, done, uh, you've done a good job, yes. I haven't gotten sideways with anybody. We've kept everything between the lines. One more week, though, I don't know. I, not only me, I think all of Sooner Nation might completely melt down if they don't win Saturday night. So, <sighs> I'm starting to feel the pressure. Are you feeling the pressure, Teach? Of getting a victory? Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling that pressure. I'm sure the guys and coaches in that locker room are. That makes sense because you're not as big of a fan as I am, so you probably <laughs> don't feel it. As much as the normal fan does, because you're kind well, of a fair weather. I get nervous over games. I don't know that I feel pressure. Nothing else yeah. is going on. I get nervous. Game. I get excited. I get all I those get things. I, I don't know that I ever feel pressure necessarily. Yeah. Okay, we got to find some picks for the Rumble, Teach. And uh, football starts tonight, so let's look through the odds here. See what we can find. You guys vaulted into contention. You and the chairman I'm talking about. With a four-point week last week. You now sit in third place. Within striking distance of our leader, well, kind of within striking distance of our leader. Teddy's threatening to run away with this thing. And the weeks are dwindling. Only 
three regular season weeks and the championship weekend. So uh, four times four, 16 possible points remaining. Tonight, Louisville 20-and-a-half point favorite over Virginia. Yeah. Uh, here we go, Saturday. Alabama, six, uh, uh, ten and a half point pick at Kentucky. At Kentucky, 11 a.m. kickoff. Um, just trying to skim through games of note. Clemson got back in the win column last week. Nice win for them. They host Georgia Tech. Clemson, 14 and a half. Michigan, Penn State, first real game for Michigan of the year. The game is in Happy Valley. It is an 11 a.m. kickoff. Four and a half, TJ, is the spread. Michigan by four and a half. Mm. Yeah, that's Maybe uh, the move. somebody got in early in the week on that one. It was over five. So, Oh, was it really? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Man, I hate that. Kansas playing good ball. Back-to-back wins over OU and Iowa State. They're back home this week against Texas Tech. Tell me if this line sounds odd. Kansas at home against Texas Tech, only favored by three and a half. Well, yes, they're at home, but everything runs through Lubbock. So good point. It's understandable for that point spread. Good point. Good point. Um, Tulsa at Tulane, 11 a.m., 22-and-a-half-point underdogs. Mm-mm. Nebraska, two-and-a-half-point dog to Maryland. That game is in Lincoln. Uh, let's find us some good games here. Come on. Arizona at Dion. Ten-and-a-half-point pick Arizona on the road. The world is collapsing around Deion Sanders, teacher. <laughs> hey, uh, y'all all reported wrong at the beginning of the year when all those kids left. They quit. I didn't send them away. Mm-hmm. Now they've quit suddenly. <laughs> yeah. He's he's done a miraculous job under the circumstances of all of his team quitting. Right. When he said pub- publicly, I don't want you all anymore. <laughs> you Somehow should probably find that somewhere as, else to play. Right. I'm bringing my Louis. Sure how they misinterpreted that. K-State and Baylor play in Manhattan. K-State 20 and a half point pick over your terrible Baylor Bears this year. Miami and Florida State, what a game that used to be, Teach. Remember the, remember when Miami and Florida State was the game in college football? Oh, I remember when Miami used to be the thing in football. So, yeah, much less the game itself. Florida State, 13.5-point favorite in Tallahassee. Mm. 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 OSU on the road in the bounce house. Cowboys by 2.5 at UCF. There you go, Steely. Oh, he's definitely locking the pokes, don't you think? You what do you think about that game in general? Who's winning that one? Um, I think there's a chance that uh, UCF gets them. You know, coming down off the emotions of, of a big win in Bedlam. They've been playing well. I could see OSU going on the road and throwing a clunker out. And U- UCF can score. They can put up points. So it would not surprise me at all if they win that game. UCF is, is uh, weird. Because mm-hmm. they've had some really good games and some really bad games. If OSU dropped one, it makes everything, like all those tiebreaker scenarios and everything, get all complicated and messed up again. Right. Because OSU drops back into the two-loss mix at that point. And the Big 12 championship game just becomes a convoluted who knows what at that yeah, point. Obviously, you're rooting for that as a Sooner fan. You're ho- hoping for chaos amongst the rest of the conference, and you – straighten the ship and ride it out so that's right yeah 
Wisconsin, 10.5-point favorite over Northwestern. Let's see. Here we go. Utah and Washington. Here's the top 20 showdown. The game is in Seattle. Washington undefeated. Nine-and-a-half-point favorites, the Huskies. Tennessee and Missouri, this is a good one. Top 15 showdown. The game is in Columbia. Tennessee, a road favorite. One-and-a-half on the road. Uh, Find an upset that I like yet. Have you? There's nothing like – this is a tough week. There's nothing jumping out at me. Arkansas hosting Auburn. I think had it not dropped, a lot of people today and tomorrow would have been jumping on that Penn State game, but now it's not eligible. Arkansas, two-and-a-half-point home favorite over Auburn. Maybe it'll move back up. I can root for that. Top ten showdown between the Hedges, Georgia and Ole Miss. Georgia, ten-and-a-half. I saw Lane Kiffin gave Drake Stoops some love yesterday on the Twitter. Oh, did he? I didn't see yeah, that. he uh, retweeted the video of uh, oh, gotcha, of Drake, you know, saying I got a, I got a lot to play for. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it said, but something about I love this. Or Boy, you like have that. just become the biggest Lane Kiffin fan. I have. <laughs> you love you. I don't feel good about it, but I find him <laughs> fascinating now. I love him. <laughs> OU thirteen and a half point favorite over West Virginia. What do you think about that? Too high, too low. I think it. I am surprised it's that high. Mm-hmm. I would have said more nine, ten. So mm-hmm. West Virginia is a pretty good team. Old Vegas must know something, Teej. You know, yeah, they know something. Maybe they get. Maybe they're Some giving them a little bit of a coming back anthracite boost, yeah. a Unity boost. How much is Unity worth? Uh, Unity's worth. Least, uh, right? I mean, it's uh, yeah. You can't even put a point total on that. Imagine being anti-unity, Teach. Can you imagine that? I can't, I can't imagine that. <laughs> There's some people out there that hate. I don't like the message. What, unity? Yeah, I'm an anti-unity person. Well, I don't know that okay. they're against the word unity because they say put it on the helmet. I want the name on the jersey. I think is the biggest complaint. Well, some, so. No, no, no. Some people don't like the message. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Something about let's don't make it political. Like, I don't oh, want my team to be unity? together. Unity. Is, is there a party that's anti-unity? <laughs> Show me the anti-unity statement. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah I like I'm, I'm for division. I, uh, I hate unity. Uh, Houston, a two-and-a-half-point favorite over Cincinnati, the game in Houston. Uh, LSU-Florida, that used to be a big game. LSU, the game in Baton Rouge, LSU by 13-and-a-half. Texas at TCU. Now, Texas annually struggles with the Frogs, Teach, no matter where they play them. This one's in Fort Worth. TCU is not very good this year. Texas a ten and a half point road favorite. I don't know if they've said anything official about Quinn, have they? I heard some rumblings early in the week that maybe he's back for this game. No, the biggest thing that I've seen with them is people are starting to put out that uh, Arch Manning may be putting out feelers for the transfer portal. So good for him. Good yeah. for him. What, but give TCU a shot. Oh, sure. They need Texas a, to lose a game somewhere. Give them a shot. That's what I'm hoping for with uh, UCF and TCU. Go get them this weekend. Yeah. All right. Texas A&M is favored by 19 and a half over somebody. I don't even have to tell you who it is, and that sounds like too many points, doesn't it? <laughs> it's way too many points. It's a conference game. Especially looking here at who it is. Mississippi State. Yeah. 19 and a half. You think the Fighting Selmans won't be ready? They'll be ready. Uh... 
Ohio State. How about that rumor that floated yesterday? What's that? Uh, I was busy. Bob Stoops, candidate for the Mississippi State job because of his ties to one Zach Selman. I mean, I would say no way. I think it was just something someone threw out on Twitter, but. Yeah, he's a candidate for every opening. Yeah. Um, I would say no way, but Bob never ceases to amaze me, so. (laughs) Right. (laughs) He might take it and coach the Arlington Renegades at the same (laughs) time. All at the same time. All right, let's go. And have a weekly podcast and come on our broadcast in the first quarter every week. He might do it all. (laughs) While he's retired. (laughs) Ohio State, 31.5 point favorite over Michigan State. By the way, I don't know if I told you this. Bob had a a special thing at Iowa last week. Um, So he wasn't at the Bedlam game. Uh, It was at Wrigley Field. Iowa played at Wrigley Field. So I reached out to him on Friday, like I always do, to arrange when we're on the road. Like, where are you going to be? Do you want us to come get you? Can you do it this week? All that kind of stuff for our broadcast on Saturday. And he said, I can't do it this week. I'm going to be in in Wrigley Field. And he said, "Uh, when I agreed to this, I thought for sure Bedlam would be at 11 a.m. But it's at 2.30, which is the exact same time the Iowa game kicked off at Wrigley. He was not thrilled. He said, I'm going to have to uh, wave to the fans and then go find a place with a TV. So I, I, I might not even see a snap of the Iowa game. I'm going to watch Bedlam up there somewhere at Wrigley. Uh, Carolina and Duke play in football, TJ. Carolina, 14.5 point favorite. And we're running out of games here. Here's a here's a uh, one maybe. How about this? Iowa State at BYU. BYU, 7.5 point home dog. Yeah, that one... Um... That one may be on a lot of people's uh, radar. Your son I, loves the home dog. I could, yeah, he does. That's what one of the things he looks for. So, um, I could definitely see that happening. I'm rooting for you guys. I want you to let Bronx know I'm rooting for you guys to go chase. I mean, what a year no, you're having! No, no, you're not. I want you to go chase. Yeah, damn. I, I want you to chase down Teddy. I want you to pile a Ref Royal Rumble championship on top of the Texas Rangers championship and just make it the year of the Perrys. I'm all for that. I thought every year was the year of the Perrys, but we'll take this year too. Oregon at home, 14.5-point favorite over USC. That might not be enough. And uh, that's all I got for you. So, I mean, there were some lines in there for some locks that intrigued me, but an upset special, hard to find in that mix. I'll have to take a deeper dive into some of the the non-headline games and see if I can find something good. 717 in the morning. You can text the show 405-651-3439. The Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line back after this. The T-Row in the morning show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel. OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino. Simply the best. Hightower Clinical brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. They bring clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma with no cost or insurance needed to participate. Several different areas that they work in. They believe everyone should have access to new treatment options through clinical trial participation if you think you might qualify. Check them out online, HightowerClinical.com or call or text 405-831-5905 for more information. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Let's see here. Roy Al from Raleigh 
or Alan from Raleigh, or Alan Munson, or all he of might the be above. The one that was listening near Raleigh, that funky town I told you about. Maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys. He's going Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, and I'm checking to make sure these people haven't used them before. I can see who all they've used, so uh, he's good. Brian S. would like the Bengals. Uh, got it. Ooh, here's one going out on a limb. Garrett M. in Atlanta is going the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. Yeah, he's used the Cowboys already. Uh, Steelers, got it. Good morning from Elgin. We're excited to have Piedmont and you guys in town. I will be there tonight. Good morning. Uh, Maybe some member of the Roland family will be there, but uh, Friday night we got basketball in Norman. Uh, love to hear local voices in the deep, deep south. Hmm. That's the guy listening from Argentina, it says. <laughs> yeah, that is deep south, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Gracious. Good morning, gentlemen. I'll take the Bengals. Let's see. That is Ed in B.A. Um, Bengals. Okay. Got it. Bob from Cement. I won't read your joke. That's just rude. Uh, (laughs) Hey, guys. Today is my 40th birthday. Whoa. And I have testing and maybe an interview for a new job. I'd appreciate all the prayers. Well, good luck. Good luck. Prayers out to you. Uh, Looks like uh, they've got the best uh, Brooke, it looks like. Who is it? Uh, Looks like Brooke, yeah. Brooke, 40th birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And And uh, good luck on your uh, interview and everything, yeah. I also have a job interview today. I'm looking forward to that, too. Really? Uh, yeah, new radio station I'm thinking about going to. Huh. Well, yeah. good luck with that. Fingers crossed. Good luck with that. Never really, really imagined uh, you as a rock DJ, but... co-host. Uh, so, no, we'll I'll see if it Definitely out. go for it, then. <laughs> Shannon41 would like the Bengals. Shannon41. Bengals. Uh, I am a, I am a little bit mad at ownership, by the way. Oh, you are the ref. Yeah, what they sideways do? with them. I can't. I was just telling someone I can't wait till Monday. Finally, Monday, I've got nothing. Like this is a crazy week with basketball starting mm-hmm. and with wedding reception and birthdays and sure everything. I was like, I can't wait until Monday gets here. I, I'm going to do the radio show and then I can just chill. And like five minutes later, I get a message. Hey, can you do this for us on Monday? I was like, oh. <laughs> and they're man- I can't tell them no. You know, yeah, you can. They'll fire me. You they'll can't. fire they won't me. Fire you. Me. Yeah, they will. I know. Just say, look, I wanted to sit on my couch so, and go walk and look for nickels. It looks like the next free day is in June, so I'm looking forward to June now. <laughs> well, don't you have the coaches show on Monday anyway? Monday night. I'm telling you, it was like a sliver of hours. Oh, I had hours. like a four-hour <laughs> block on Monday. I was like, that's it. That's gone. Uh, this person would like your recipe for the Texas uh, Tex-Mex mac and cheese. Pretty simple. Uh, I can't believe you, you fixed know, it I'm with Tex right there cookbook. in the name of it. You know. Yeah. Tex-Mex. It's different. Oh, okay. it's, it's different. Uh, oh, what do you think about me doing a cookbook? Where I now this would be published after the Where's Connor Stallions book that I'm working on. Yeah, where it's all of the recipes that I make that are stolen from other other people. people, uh, That it's other people's recipes. I think uh, there's nothing that could get you in trouble there. I'd go for it. 
I don't plan on giving them any credit either. I'm just going to claim them as my own recipes. <laughs> I think that's how the world works nowadays on internet. So go ahead. Um, he said, just that's take taco and, meat and put it in your Mark mac and, and cheese. Uh, Mark and uh, uh, Dusty used to do their show every day. Was just that's true. Listen to our show. That is true. Them, that, that is true. <laughs> The Naughty Pig in Tulsa has peanut butter and jelly fries, and they are yummy. Oh, my. Peanut butter and jelly fries. I'm intrigued. Huh. Are they? The size of the fries matters here. Like a but that sounds fry, like a crinkle cut, uh, thick uh, fry, steak fry. What are we talking here? Mm-hmm. JJ and BA wants the Bengals. JJ I appreciate that uh, JJ and BA always puts an emoji of the animal that he's picking. Helps me. Got it. Uh, Sooner CB says it's the garage. They also have the Elvis burger. Yeah, okay, so we were right. Uh, T-Row, girlfriend is from Carolina. We were just there two weeks ago. Uh, You're thinking vinegar-based barbecue. So it's vinegar-based. That's what it is. Okay. Uh, that's gross. not sweet. That's not sweet, like I said. That's not more mustard, like you said. So, uh, Carolina barbecue has more mustard or vinegar component compared to other barbecues. Oh, we were right. Thus, TJ okay. is wrong and Toby is correct. Thank you. Thank you. Hang on, say it. Hang on. Hang on, say it, TJ. And Toby Roland, exactly. You are exactly right. Thank you, Joel. He was in the other room. He had to come back oh, in quickly. Is that what it was? And get to the microphone. Yeah. Uh, let's see. King John would like the Cowboys. King John, Cowboys. Okay. J.P. Sooner is going Bills. Getting a lot of picks in today. I like this. Getting a lot of picks in. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Joe the Plumber would like the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Okay. Ostiak and Tulsa would like the Chicago Bears. Ooh. Wow. What a gamble. Yeah. That's tonight, by the way. He has already used the Cowboys. He has already used the Bills. He hasn't used the Bengals. Interesting. Okay, Bears for Ostiak. B.A. Brad is also going Chicago Bears. Can you imagine putting your life in their hands? Good morning, buddy. Good morning, Carter. You're going to start losing people off the mountain this week, I bet. But give me the fighting Joe Mixon Bengals. Also, was OU's baseball and softball classes good yesterday? Have yes. a good day. Great. The best, TJ. They were the best. Like, you're classes. asking about the – so I can understand asking about the baseball class and how it went and who signed. Uh, softball is always going to be good, okay? Whoa, <laughs> it's like, no, I'm sorry. I got that wrong. Baseball had a, the best class. Softball, nothing but duds. Nothing but duds, yeah. Patty, Patty <laughs> I think her quote last night was – I couldn't get anything but duds this year. Uh, nobody wanted to play for OU. <laughs> it's kind of sad, the state of the we program. We only got nine right players in the top 25 in the country. <laughs> only nine. Top 25? Top 10. <laughs> they probably signed nine of the top 10. So I haven't asked about the baseball class to be able to like know what names I should you know be highlighting. I'll try to get on that. I'm sorry. But the uh, the men's basketball, the two that they signed, um, the six nine a cook kid, cool a cook, a took a took, a t o k, cool a took, 
Attack, attack, TikTok. cool attack, cool attack. I think his name six nine, highly sought after. And then they got the number one player in Oklahoma, Dayton Forsyth from Dale, who can fill it up. That's the kid that just bombs, right? Six foot two, can fill it up. Yeah. You're gonna hate him because he's really good. So those are the two guys they're bringing in. You're talking yeah, you to always me? Hate, you always hate our really good players. So um, Forsyth and Attack. I'm not sure about the pronunciation on cool or Attack for that matter. He's from uh, Halton City, Texas. BK would like the Cowboys. Cowboys. All right. Happy birthday and good luck today to that texter. You too, Toby. I hope your interview goes well at Longhorn Steakhouse. I don't have an interview today. I was just kidding about that. I did my my dad texted asking if I had. I don't have an interview today. I was just kidding about that. I don't have an interview. Papa T, he's always fibbing on here. Get on to him. Uh, Jeff from OKC. Hey Toby, what is a booth you are going to miss? What uh, you want me to go one at a time on these? There's three questions yeah, here. One at a time. Yeah. What's a booth you're going to miss? I'm assuming this is a Big Twelve. I'm, booth. I'm assuming it's a Big Twelve question. Yes. So the two. Best booths in the Big 12 are Baylor and Texas Tech. Good yard line, spacious, great window. Like it's Those are the best two. So I would say those are the two I will miss the most. Next question. What is a booth you are glad you don't have to go to again? The two worst are Stillwater and Kansas State because the windows don't open. The booths are fine size-wise, but the windows don't open. So I'll stay. I'll, that will be my answer there. This one you may not can answer yet until you get there and experience some of them. Uh, mm -hmm. What is a booth you are looking to uh, forward to the most being in the SEC? I can't answer that. I can I can tell you the least. Is that the next question? Well, that's Auburn. it. That's the last question. So Auburn is the least. We've talked about this a lot. Everybody in the SEC hates Auburn. They've, they've everybody we've talked to says watch out when you go to Auburn because you're in the end zone. It's an impossible place to call a game from. But I don't know what's the best. Until I, until I take a lap around the league, um, we've been to uh, Tennessee. It was pretty good. We have been to... Maybe I guess the best, the only way to answer that right now because you haven't been into most of the booths is if there's a stadium you're most looking forward to, I guess. You may get there, though, and hate the booth. I can't wait to go back to Tennessee. We've already been there. I'm looking forward to a game in the swamp. I was in the booth in the swamp. Remember, we took the tour, and it was covered in pigeon poop when we oh, were there yeah, for that's uh, right. baseball. But it was a cool booth, good sight line, so that'll be nice when it's full. Just a cool you know, stadium, the swamp, a lot of history there. Oh, uh, Probably LSU. Probably looking forward to LSU the most. I have no idea what the booth is like there, but just the environment and um, how – rowdy it's going to be and how much jambalaya i'm going to eat i'm looking forward to that we'll be back the ref radio sports <laughs> network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at brown o'haver fire wind theft or tornado we can help call 405-735-5510 thunder win last night they're headed out on a two-game road trip friday night in sacramento it's one of these uh in-season tourney games their second one of those Late start out there. SGA 43 last night. 
one of the stories of the early season for them, Teach, is their three-point shooting. Chet Holmgren, and we're eight games into the year, so bit of a sample size, not a big one, but a bit. He's shooting 56% from three. That's pretty good. And the anybody. rookie, Kaysen Wallace, is shooting 57% from three. Now, they're going to cool down, but geez, huh? It's a good start. Thanks. You'd rather start that way than not hitting them, so yes. Good point. Yeah, good point. Lakers got pummeled by the Rockets last night, 128-94. Hate to see it. I think they had a players-only meeting afterwards. Got to get the season straight. Your Mavs lost to the Toronto Raptors last night, only the second loss for light-legged Luka, 127-116. Showdown of superpowers in the West, Nuggets over Golden State, 108-105. And uh, I guess that's it of uh, the games to point out. Suns over the Bulls in overtime, 116-115. I did want to just kind of quickly look at who's off to good starts here. We're not going to spend a ton of time on the the NBA. I don't want Tyler to egg my house, Teach. Philly is 6-1. They are the leaders in the East so far. They got rid of James Harden, and they're playing great ball. How about that? Milwaukee and Boston, 5-2, hot on their heels. My Indiana Pacers look like they might have a pretty good team. Your Indiana team. Pacers? Yeah. You belled on them years ago. Don't give me that. No, I love the Pacers. Give love them. That. Denver Nuggets, the world champs, 8-1, and one, leading the West, followed closely by your Dallas Mavericks. Minnesota's 5-2 and two as well. If the playoffs started today, OKC would be the five seed in the West. What's your prediction on what seed OKC will be? Or none at all. Before the end of season, before the season started, I thought that they would be in contention for home court. So I think a top four seed, five where they're sitting right now, they'll be somewhere in that area, four or five. I like it. I think if like the next step forward for them. Last year, they made the play in games, won one of them. I think the next step forward to them for them would be to be a top six seed this year where they're not in the play play in games. You know what I mean? They're they're yes. they don't have to mess with the play in games. They're one of the top right. six. I think that'll be the anything case. better than that's gravy. I also think they make a move this year for a veteran guy that well, hey, has some experience there at the trade deadline. So I like what you're saying there. Because if they're having a good year, they're lingering, you know what I mean? They they've got the picks, they've Off got the, rail. the uh the, the assets to acquire someone, so yes. I mean, you don't follow it as closely as I do, but they've got a lot of draft picks. <laughs> right. They could go get somebody. Absolutely, they know. could. I don't know who that would be, but um, they certainly could go get somebody. Maybe a James Harden. He seems to always be available. Oh, God. <laughs> Bring him <not>. back. <laughs> James Harden doesn't fit into a system. He is a system. He is the system. That's his problem. Yeah, it's been his problem everywhere. So that's uh, that's what's going on right now in the NBA. The, you know, uh, the worst teams, Detroit's two and seven. Memphis is one and seven. How long has Detroit been terrible? Long time. Uh, Why can't they get it? Together? It's been a while. Yeah, I can't even think about. Is it all the way back to ripping those guys since they've been competitive? Well, surely not. I mean, surely there's a run. Keep, we're forgetting they've had about. high draft picks. They got Cade Cunningham, and they keep getting high draft picks, and they keep stinking. Got the highest paid coach in the league. I mean. So, Who's that? Monty Williams is the highest paid coach in the NBA, I believe. Really? I think so. Who makes more, Monty Williams or Bill Self? 
Gotta be Bill Self. I would think it's Bill, but I don't know. I, Monty got like a huge contract. It seemed like, if I remember, it's like twelve or thirteen million a year. So, what does OU's offense need to do Saturday night for people to get off Jeff Levy's back? Score more points than West Virginia. That's um, not good enough. If it's 24-21, we're not going to be happy. I, I think they just have to look like a cohesive unit and kind of have a good flow throughout the game. You're like, giving me vague answers I, it's here. Vague, I need, something, I need, a, it's I need vague, a something to look for. But like the last couple of weeks, you watch them, and you're like, what are they running here? So that's what I'm saying. Like Everyone work in conjunction with one another where it looks like you're running an actual offense. I think that's what everybody wants to see. Give me an example of that, because I don't know that I. Um, felt that I think way. you need to go vertical a little bit more. Get down they the went field. Vertical last they week. Did they, not, they, they, they did not. They did not. Like seven or eight. I don't remember any of them. Remember um, the one Nick Anderson dropped in his hands. They've got to continue to to build off the last couple of weeks where they have ran the ball better. Keep running right. the ball well. Keep running the ball. Got it. Um, I think some people, if they can, and I don't know that it's possible, they get the don't tight end fumble the involved a little bit. Don't fumble snaps. We want to throw it to the uh, tight end more. Take some deep shots and hit those deep shots. Right. So, I mean, everything everybody's been complaining about. If you see a little bit of it, no use successful. And, so and do everything. Do everything correctly. Except for jet sweeps. Right. And do it well. Do it well. All right, seems like a lofty standard. And don't, if you get in a situation where you're Give me uh, a point total or a yardage four, total. Fourth and four, don't run a three-yard uh, out. So, you know, make sure you get to the uh, sticks. Get so, to the sticks. Yeah. All right, gotcha. Um, I think people would be happy if you're at home and score 38-plus this weekend. 38, I think, would be the bottom. I think people well, I would think like to see them in the 40s. averaging more than that, aren't well, they? I, I think people would like to see them in the 40s. 40s and is there a yardage total or that doesn't matter i don't think that matters if you win and win by a couple of touchdowns three touchdowns whatever it may be and the defense has uh played well i think that everybody be satisfied just look good but i mean if you have dylan going for 275 300 through the air and you can put 150 175 on the ground maybe then i think you'll be uh very satisfied here's what i'm hearing you say 40 plus points 500-plus yards. Yes. And at no point Saturday do you want to say, what was that? Correct. Is that right? That That's all correct, yes. And perhaps not have the game uh, in doubt going towards the uh, well, later part of the second the half. The offense doesn't have everything to say about that. That's what I'm saying. Uh, defensively, they've got to do their job as well. I'm specifically asking about Jeff Levy okay, right well, now. Okay, about Jeff Levy, I think you would want to see a lot of those things. 40-plus points, 500-plus yards. Just play a clean Throw game. Throw it, run it, mix in the tight end, no jet sweeps. No um, false starts or penalties on receivers. Good call. No yeah, no, no un, uh, unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. How about this? Because you know? there's going to be some penalties. Fewer than five. Five or less penalties. Is that fair? That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Is that fair. too many? You're pausing yeah. there. Is that too many? It's not like too penalties many. That's happen. fine. No, that they happen. That's fine. Five's fine. I just don't want them to be the just just the silly ones. A, a false start on a uh, you know, someone on the offensive line, I'm fine with and you know, things happen, yeah, throughout the game. A hold or whatever. So. You know the refs are against us, so they know we're going to get some flags, TJ. A right? lot of people here I'm seeing on the text line are kind of what I started with originally where you said you're vague. There it says get in rhythm. This one says play clean. Just 
look more organized, I guess, is the best way to put that. They did seem very organized at Herky times last jerky. week. Yeah. Did you see what's I can't remember his name. I'll look it up here. That the uh, the referee that came out and gave his opinion on the uh, pass interference, non-pass interference call at the end of Bedlam. He gave a long explanation of what they did wrong, the referees did wrong on Twitter. Parker retweeted it. Uh, what's his name, TJ? Come on now. I don't, I don't know that I saw Parker retweet it. I saw Parker. I'm on it. I'm on it. Seemed Hang like on. he was getting after somebody the other day. But, Parker's oh. always a terrible Greg, Greg Swain. He's getting after Greg Swain. Parker. <laughs> Parker <laughs> takes to Twitter with Parker got married in hand. Uh, Parker got married and became very tough, like very he, manly. He comes after people, <laughs> man. He's uh, Terry McCauley. Remember him, uh, former NFL ref? Okay, yeah. Somebody sent him the play and asked him about it, and he replied. I don't read the whole thing because it's a very long post, even by his own. He puts on there very long post. I hadn't planned on talking about this, but since you asked, I'll delve into it. It will likely be one of the most egregious missed calls of the season. Why it occurred is much more complex than the covering official just missed it due to human error. And he goes on from there to explain the positioning of the referees. It's a fascinating read if you don't, like me, know the mechanics of officiating, where you should be, where you shouldn't be, you know, what you should be looking at, all that kind of stuff. He he breaks down the, the two other refs that should have been helping the guy who was responsible for that call weren't there to help. Ooh, so there weren't place. these two extra set of eyes. And all that being said, the guy was right there and shouldn't have missed the call. Yeah, he was looking straight at it. Yeah. yeah. But he said it will likely go down as one of the most egregious missed calls of the season. I did and see another course, official the put replies out. Are, his replies are full of, well, they also missed the face mask sure. in the second yeah. quarter. Did anybody tell you about that one? Yeah, I know. That's OSU. The Sooners have been getting holes. all the calls for the last ninety years. <laughs> anybody tell you about that, Terry McCauley? Another official said it was legal Dean because got into it Drake Sunday had night. stepped out with his heel, so he was that's in, not uh, true. Uh, Greg Swain but he was that one up. But yeah, yeah, that's that who that was. That's why I saw it. the Parker was getting after. That's what it was. My yeah. referee friend I talked to, who is retired, told me that this is all right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your referee friend who's retired he's lost his marbles. We'll be back. A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KRF app. Join the army. Get the app. Tell your friends. This is the ref where diehard Sooner fans listen. Big thank you to Hightower Clinical. They bring you this hour of the T Row in the Morning Show, bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. Multiple areas of disease that they uh, work in, colitis, Crohn's disease, different cancers, dermatitis. If you think a uh, clinical trial will help you, they want you to have access to that. Hightowerclinical.com, 405-831-5905. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Do you believe in that? No. Poor Dion. Mm. We had him going to Texas A&M at one point. Remember this season? Uh, Texas A&M, you had three guys on his team going to New York for the Heisman ceremony. I mean, it was... T. Row, you have our permission to use this recipe. We're Italian, so you know it's good. Then they sent a picture of a recipe card. It's sideways here. What is it? Uh, It says... 
uh, it's someone's uh, spaghetti sauce recipe. I don't know if you remember, but my wife makes the world's yeah. best spaghetti sauce already, so I'm going to have to decline. Thank you, Sooner Bomb. That would be uh, that's very nice of you, but that would be a slap in the face to my wife if I came in bringing a spaghetti sauce recipe. Uh, Neil Stanglin would like the Bengals. Mm, okay, I found him. Man, you guys are all on it. it today. I like it. I like it. Steven OKC. He is going. I think this is our first one with the Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks. Okay. It is our first Seahawks pick this week. Uh, Sooner Andy would like the Bengals. Okay. Got it. Week 10. All these people are nine for nine. That's impressive. <laughs> Toby, speaking of booths, <laughs> which restaurant booths do you like the best? Hmm. It's definitely not the Mont. He does not like the booths at the Mont. Uh, uh, let's clarify. I love the Mont. <laughs> you love the Mont. You don't like the booths. That's what I the said. The booths are not made for people of my size. <laughs> I don't like booths in general. My family knows this about me. I always ask for a table. If they say table or booth, I ask for a table because you never know. Sometimes booths are you, you can't do anything about it. It's not it's too far away. It's not far away enough. Right. It's too tight, whatever. I like a table wherever I go. So uh, there's no answer to that. There's not a booth that I love anywhere. <laughs> I'm anti-booth. McCade would like the Dallas Cowboys. John Wilkes booth. I was anti him, too. All booths. Who wants it? McCade wants McCade. Uh, Cowboys? Cowboys, yes. Okay. LSU should hire a security cat to guard their booth. Goodbye, pigeon poop. Yeah, that's Florida, wasn't it? That's Florida. Yeah, Florida. Mm -hmm. But uh, that would be a good idea. Florida has a, a cool booth. It's an out. It's open air, good yard line and everything. It kind of hangs under the second deck and above the first deck, obviously. But it's open air, and so in the off season, uh, the birds apparently live in there most of the time. Break time, top of the hour, eight o'clock. We are about twenty minutes away from going live to Morgantown and learning more about the Mountain Men. We'll be back.